It was a night like any other night. Then something happened. You see that? Something different. There's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? This is a small town horror podcast and we are finally here delivering what we've been promised on for it seems like the last month. Mm-hmm. The episode that I think everybody's been waiting on, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And of course, I'm Johnny Reyes. Randy Howard. Brad Byers. We are all three together. Yes, sir. And before we get going with the uh, episode and talking about the movie, I just want to remind everyone that you can find the Small Town Horror Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and now Apple uh, Podcasts. So many places to find us if you can uh, look us up, subscribe, so you'll never miss an episode. And also give us a like on uh, Facebook and Instagram. We're on uh, Small Town Horror Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, and like we say each week, uh, we just want to thank everyone who is uh, listening to us out there, enjoying the show. And if we get enough followers on Instagram and Facebook, we're going to start doing uh, Q&As with, in the comments. If you guys want us to review a, mo- a movie, leave a comment. Uh, me and Randy, or me, Randy, and Brad, or whoever, we'd love to uh, hear from you guys. So, anyway, other than that, are you guys ready? Let's do it. All righty, and this is <clears throat> Brad's first time ever watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It came out in 1988, and it was directed by Stephen uh, Chiodo. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Chiodo. Chiodo. And starring in this movie is Grant Kramer as Mike Tobacco, Suzanne Snyder as Debbie Stone, John Vernon as Curtis Mooney, John Allen Nelson as Dave Hansen, Peter Lacasse mm-hmm. as Paul Terenzi. Terenzi, Michael Seagull as Rich Terenzi, and 
Christopher Titus as Bob McReed, which I don't know why I put him on there because he didn't last long in the movie anyway. No. But anyway, uh, so let's kick this off with uh, Brad. What's what's your thoughts of uh, the movie? What you seen? Man, <clears throat> the greatest movie I've ever watched, hands down. <laughs> I hear the sarcasm in your uh, your voice. Absolutely not the greatest movie I've ever watched. I, I, I don't like. <laughs> I, I don't like how you're treating one of my childhood movies now. Like I told, like I said before, this is one of those movies that you can really appreciate if you watch it as a child. It's one of those movies you really. Ha- I mean, to me, you have to watch as a child to really appreciate. I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, based on you know, just even the title, knowing it's an '80s movie. Knowing it's killer clowns from outer space, I figured it'd be pretty cheesy, you know, going into it. But it it, it did better than what I thought it was gonna do. See, it's like I didn't I didn't realize until we were you know looking up everything, getting the logistics of the, the movie itself. I didn't realize this movie came out actually two years after I was born. Mm-hmm. So watching it back now, like I said, it's been a long time since I last seen this movie. But I remember watching it when I was you know twelve. 12, 13 years old, I used to love watching this movie. Just And I don't know if it was just because it was that cheesy, it had it was funny, it had some parts in it. There, it wasn't even, I really, the fact that it's listed as a horror comedy, I, I really don't see the horror part of it now, Looking watching it now. You know, I can see how there would be some really freaky looking stuff if you were a kid watching it or something. Right, yeah. yeah. I think that's basically where the horror comes from. It's from watching it as a child. I think if you're more of an adult, unless you have like a really big like fear of clowns. Well, that's one of the biggest phobias of people is yeah, clowns. Yeah. And, you know, us looking at it today as grown men, there's so many... This movie in the 80s, you know, which it came out in late 80, or 1988, but when it came out, there wasn't a whole lot of scary, I guess, you know... It fit more of an 80s style. Yeah. The music, yeah. the clothes, oh, yeah, everything. Definitely. But nowadays, like I showed my uh, my teenage daughters this, and they just laughed the whole time and loved the movie. Yeah. But they have seen so much more violence, more scary in yeah. that, that, you know, it's it's hard to compare them to anything, you know. But, I mean, even if you, when you consider the fact that, like, It came out in 1990, which was only two years after this movie. Like, the right. original It. Yeah. And it granted, it's a different kind of movie. It, it was more centered around the horror aspect of it. It is, I would consider, a horror movie more yeah. than this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it, they both kind of played on your fear of clowns mm-hmm. for the most part. But right. this one did it in a comical way. Exactly, you know? yeah. And they, they when they were writing this movie, they had to say, okay, what goes with clowns? Well, we got the popcorn. Mm-hmm. So then they got the popcorn shooter, cotton candy, you know, the circus tent. I mean... Mm-hmm. They everything you can think of as clowns, uh, pies. That it was yeah. all cliche clowns, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's still <clears throat> it's still one of those movies like if you watched as a child and then you went to like a circus or you went to some kind of like fair event and there's like a, one of those I forgot what you call them the you walk through the uh, so like the clowns in it. I forget, what do you call it a maze? It's some kind of maze, like a fun maze, fun maze, fun house. Fun house. That's, what, that's what I'm trying to figure. You walk through a funhouse, and after you watch that movie as a child, you'd probably be kind of <clears throat> a little bit nervous because that's what it was. It was all yeah. based around that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I remember being a kid and <clears throat> watching this movie, and then going to like a fair or something like that, and seeing the bags of cotton candy. I'm like, is there a face in there? <laughs> yeah. Are there people in those bags? <laughs> right. 
you know, it, it did. Yeah. It played with your mind, you know? Yeah. But like I said, sure. nowadays, I mean, so many movies push the envelope mm-hmm. that this one don't stand a chance. But that's why now people, especially even in our generation, are like, man, it's such a great movie. It's such a classic. Well, you know, some of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got a feeling one of us in the room ain't going to care for but, but, so we'll go ahead and get with the scene, or the film, and they start the opening scene with, I guess they're at like a uh, make-out park or whatever. Yeah. And we get introduced to uh, the main character, Mike, and then his girlfriend, Debbie. And they're in the back of his vehicle making out or whatever. And he's got a, what is it, a little raft? It's a blow-up mm-hmm. raft. Pretty smart. back of his little Pretty smart. station wagon. <laughs> yeah, and you know, when we were sitting there and we were watching, we're like, who has that? And it's like, well, wait a minute, you know. It's easier than a mattress to haul back and forth, you know. Yeah, true. But, yeah. go ahead. Well, and less conspicuous, too. Your parents were like, what do you have a raft back there for? <laughs> well, if you got a mattress back there, they're going to know what's going on. <laughs> That's true. But, so the opening scene is they're all at this make-out. Uh, I'm going to call it a make-out uh, cove. I don't know why, but yeah. I like that. <clears throat> and uh, Mike and Debbie, they're just sitting there BS and talking. And all of a sudden, they see a shooting star, which they think is a shooting star. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it kills me because it goes by and, you know, they're wanting to go find it. Well, then all of a sudden we get introduced to Farmer. In the title, his name is Farmer Gene Green, uh, Green and then his hound dog, uh, Pooh Bear. Yeah, Pooh Bear. To me, <laughs> the farmer is one of the best characters in the entire movie, and he's only in it for like five minutes. They got rid of him way too quick. Yes. Oh, they got rid of him way too quick. But he sees a shooting. He sees what he thinks is the shooting star. So then he decides. Hey, come on, we're going to go find this. Mm-hmm. We're going to get rich. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to get rich. And he goes and sees this circus tent. And What's the circus doing in town? <laughs> yeah, and he talks to the dog, like, through the whole entire yeah. time. And I do think it's pretty cool, like, when they're beside the tent. And he's trying to find the entrance. And he's like, where's the dang ticket booth at? Like, he's getting <laughs> aggravated, yeah, you know. Yeah. He's like, this is a piss-poor managed yeah. <laughs> circus, yeah. you know. And then all of a sudden, you see behind the... Uh, Behind the dog and him, the shadow of a clown inside the tent. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat because you know that gives you your first visual of what you know. You can't see actually what they look like when you see the silhouette. Mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty neat. Then all of a sudden, boom! He grabs a dog. Yeah, with a net. There yeah, bye which, bye, which was kind of weird because when they open up the hole in the side of the tent and the net comes out, <laughs> it looks like a small net. And then as soon as it goes over the dog, it's just a giant, huge yeah. net. And it's like what? If we bring, if we try to bring logic into this movie, yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah it's over. Yeah, it's, it's but, logic. but for all the animal lovers out there, if they see this, they know what Farmer was going through. Farmer Green, when he turned around and realized that his dog was gone, and I love it because he he, I mean, he gets frustrated. He's like passionate about his dog. He's like, I will I'll tear this with my bare hands. Then he and, hits it. Yeah, and he punches the tent, <laughs> and it, it's like dink. <laughs> It's hilarious. So when he, he goes to grab on the little cord, which is actually like a wire or something like that, and just starts shocking the crap out of him. And then he's just sitting there on the ground, smoke, hand smoking. He's like, this thing's wired. Yeah. And he's just shaking and his hands are smoking. Yeah. It's hilarious. And then he gets taken out. Yeah. And walks up. We finally see the first clown. And he's, you know, and, uh, Farmer Green is sitting on his butt. And like you said, you can see his hands, his palms smoking. And he looks over and bam, he gets lasered. Hit with the cocoon gun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and candy uh, cotton, hmm? candy cotton gun. Oh yeah, but so that's your first death <coughs> scene. Excuse me. 
And it's a mystery because you don't know what happens to him. Like, did he evaporate? But, you know, we find out later what happened to him. Well, it's like Brad's the first time watching the movie. He was he would ask us throughout the movie. So when they get put in the cocoons, do they die? How You know, is it is it him killing him? What is it? Which is which is a fair question because, right. you know, even when you, as you go on in the movie and you see what's actually, you see these cocoons, you don't, you don't know. Right. You, you never really know. Oh, and we forgot the main important line. I'll be greased and fried. Remember when he said, <laughs> yeah, when he, right before all that happened, what we just talked about when him and his dog comes around a corner and he sees a tent, that's his reaction is I'll be greased and I'll fried. Be greased and fried. <laughs> I, f- I feel like they really missed the mark with the farmer because I feel like they could have played that farmer out of running through the town with these clowns running wild through the whole movie and the, and the farmer just coming off and popping off these one-liners and then just yeah. coming through the whole movie. I think they took him out too. I felt like he could have been the one that saved the day. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would have loved to seen a backstory that he has seen these clowns before when he was younger yeah. or he was abducted and he was, right. re- he was ready for them. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. kind of like, that would be kind of like a independence day. Yeah, yeah. 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 With Randy Quaid. Yeah. yeah. Everybody thinks he's just a loony guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That but that would awesome. have been freaking cool to see the backstory. But so then Mike and Deb, uh, Debbie, they're coming to try to find the same tent. Well, they find it, but it's funny because normally it's, Let's go and investigate. And this Debbie's like, uh-uh. She don't want no part of it. So she's actually the smart one because Mike's being an idiot and he wants to go look inside the tent. And so they start going in and already Debbie's got a bad feeling about it. Let's talk about this dude, Mike. Real name is Grant uh, Kramer. <laughs> they had to just pretty much say, this is the best looking guy we could get. So he's going to be the main guy because his acting skills... <laughs> or horrible. If if their point of auditioning from Mike's role was, hey, how corny can you be? I yeah. mean, because his eyes were wide open the entire time. Entire movie. And scenes where he was supposed to be emotional, he just looked surprised. Yeah. Scenes where somebody died and he was supposed to be upset, he looked surprised. Like, he looked happy through the whole entire movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? but And there would be times where he would he would be talking and he would just kind of stop. And he would like, kind of like he was stuttering over his words, and you would uh, I'd be able to understand that if it was a scene where he was you know excited or whatever. But this would be like a normal scene, and he would stop and stutter over his words. It'd be like, was that an outtake? Did they leave that in the movie? Right. You know, well, what was it? I mean, it's might be one of those things where they just took it so many times that it's like, okay, we're just gonna go with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But so Mike and Debbie, they're looking through the uh, the spaceship, but they think it's a circus tent. And they come up to this little door. Mike just starts pushing buttons, and it opens for them to get in like a little pod. Mm-hmm. Well, then when they enter the pod, they realize uh, that they see what would you call that? Because he said, "Is this a?" He said, "Is it a uh, what is the uh, electric place?" I don't remember what he called it now. Uh, oh, I can't think what he what I he called it. it. But anyway, it shows the stuff. I guess it's where they get their power from. Yeah, to power yeah, up this thing, but. Can I think of that word? <laughs> We're all getting tongue. It's gonna bother me. It's all right there on the tip of our tongues. We can't think of what's called. But anyway, so Fire station is that what it was? Something like that. But but they realize that okay, they're they're not in a good spot. So then they go back, and now don't is this when they end up in the cotton candy room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they go out back into the hallway, and they see somebody coming down the, the right, corridor. right. And then they uh, they go into the next little pod, and then go in there, and then that's when we're. In the, the cotton candy factory, as Mike called it. 
Yeah, and once again, right before when they see some, she goes, "Who is that?" You know, they see somebody coming. Once again, she looks. She's doing good at looking terrified, and he's like, "I don't know. Let's let's get out of here, guys." You know, like. But they go into the cotton candy room, and like you said, he calls it the what? The Uh, cotton candy factory. Yeah, I mean, and they walk in, and she's like, she's trying to tell him, "Look, this is not right. This is not how they store cotton candy." And uh, he reaches over and grabs one of the, it looks like a huge pink light bulb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. And he, he he reaches over and grabs a big old chunk out of it. And now, I don't know if that's supposed to be Farmer Green. I think I think that was technically supposed to be Farmer Green because later on, when, you know, not to go too far ahead, when they're talking to the police, he says that there was the one guy and then Farmer Green. And that's the only two people that they've seen. Okay. So, I think that was supposed to be, but... That's the bad part about it is, though, through the whole movie, anytime you see a face in those cotton candy, you know, cocoons, you can't make out the face. It's yeah, just covered, like, with blood or, or whatever right. it is. And you can't really tell who the face is. And they may not have the budget to, you know. True. But how did they know that that was Farmer or whoever? I, I don't know. See, that's what confused me. But yeah. So they realize, okay, they found, they found a dead body now. They take off in the hallway. Now the chase scene starts. Mm-hmm. You see the dude, uh, what's he got, a popcorn shooter? Yeah, the clown yeah. comes in before they take off, and he's hanging up one of the cocoons, and he sees them take off running, so he grabs this, this little popcorn gun or whatever, and he gets out in the hallway with them, and they take off running down the corridor, and he pops that shot, and it just explodes popcorn all down the hall. It's and, almost like the popcorn's chasing them. Like, yeah. Because yeah. the popcorn's like... And the running the scene, like, you, it was almost like, the, one, it was almost like they were on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. And two, you can tell like the cameraman was like, "Look, before we shoot this, I cannot run as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna have to really high step it and take the slower uh-huh. step, you know." But, but like I said, so now they're taking off running, and like you said, and I never thought of that when he does shoot the popcorn gun, it does. It looks like it's just flowing toward them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And they're able to dive out of the tent, and some of the popcorn landed on them. But you know, you hear. I think it's her. I think it's David. She says popcorn. Like, you know, Why is it popcorn? Yeah, 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 you know. But then here comes one, of the, <laughs> the one scene. That, this was the spot where I knew Brad wasn't going to appreciate this movie. <laughs> they they come out. There's two clowns. They come out of the tent, and he pulls a balloon out, oh, and he starts doing an animal puppet, you know, balloon. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it turns into a dog, and the dog starts sniffing the ground and starts barking. It's, it's a, a balloon dog. <laughs> it's a balloon dog, Good man. Dog. When we when we were watching this movie just now. I, he started making the dog, and I was like, I started cracking up laughing. I was like, I forgot all about the dog. <laughs> and then I looked over at Brad, and the look on his face was just like, oh, a dog? Really? A dog? <laughs> well, how else are they going to track him? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Why don't they use Pooh Bear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Pooh, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear's in one of them cocoons right now. Yeah. I guarantee it. But, uh, so they, they take off, and I guess uh, they get in his vehicle, and now they're going to the police station. Y'all want to pick it up from there? Well, it's hilarious because they when they pull up it, it, before they ever go before it ever shows them into the police station, it shows you know Mooney and Hanson in there and they're arguing and it's it's a it's a obvious good cop bad cop veteran cop versus rookie cop type right. thing, and he even makes it. Um, Hanson even makes a comment about him being a by the books cop, you know, talking about Mooney and stuff. They bring in the two college kids and. 
And Mooney, his voice, man, is, is the way he's talking. Is like he's auditioning every scene he's in. He's, he's aud- his voice, his tone is like he's auditioning for the movie while he's in the movie. I will say one thing about Mooney. Like, he was the most solid, to me, one of the most solid actors. Even though he had like kind of a a weird uh, role, like, he seemed like he was more one of the solid ones in there. Well, like, he kept his character pretty good, I thought. He's a well-known actor. His, na- his real name is John Vernon. Yeah. And... Like I said, I don't think I've ever seen him actually in a movie where he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, now for my childhood, as soon as I seen him on the screen, I was like, hey, that's the bad guy that was buying all the Indian land on Ernest Goes to Camp. Yep. You know, and he was a douchebag in that movie too. But yeah, yeah, this one, man, he's the character. As soon as you see how he acts, you're like, hmm, well, it ain't going to be long. He'll be dead. That's what 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 Brad said. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as as he was revealed, I knew that he was going to be dead throughout the film somewhere. Just because that's usually what happens with a douchebag character. So we see, like, all of a sudden now you're starting to see more clowns because now they got the dog sniffing. Yeah. And now they're starting to walk toward the town. Yeah. It, and, shows, yeah, it shows them, like, one clown, just like the first clown that came out is just kind of walking and he sees this sign and he kind of just stands there and turns around, looks back, mm-hmm. and then takes off walking forward. And then all of a sudden you got, I don't know, like, Six clowns, maybe. Yeah, just kind of just trots in along the little road, and it was like an invasion of the clowns. So it goes to Mike and Debbie, and they finally see Dave. Which now we learn that Dave and Debbie used to be a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this entire time, Debbie is like, uh, "We found a couple dead bodies. They killed uh, McReed, I think, was what their friend's yeah. name was. They were with the glasses. Yeah. And they're sitting there like, "We found uh, the bodies. It's killer clowns, and." Her acting ain't bad, and Dave's acting is all right. But Mike is sitting there wide-eyed like always, and he's yeah. like, I'm telling you, man, they're really killer clowns. I'm just like... <laughs> and they're putting them in these these cocoons. Yeah. yeah. These cotton candy cocoons. Cocoons. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. But, so, they're, fixed, they're going to go check it out, but uh, Dave, which, like you said, he's, just, he's the rookie police officer. Yeah. <clears throat> and... We also hear that, you know, like when him and Mooney was getting into it, Mooney made a comment about his police academy. You know, apparently he didn't like what he went through to get his job, all that. But Dave says, we'll go check it out, but it's going to be me and Mike, and we're going to drop you off. He wants to protect Debbie. Yep, yep. When it cuts in there, they take him off, you know, or they take her, take her to the house. Well, now we see the first, or another kill scene, and it's the puppet show. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I get it looks like it was in a park. This guy just walks up, and all of a sudden he sees this little stand. You see the old classic uh, puppet hands mm-hmm. come up, and they don't. The clowns don't talk; they just make weird noises. Yeah. But it's funny because they're sitting there fighting. It's a man and a woman puppet, and all of a sudden the woman puppet pulls out this gun, lasers the the yeah the man, man puppet. puppet. Yeah. But if you notice, then, whenever then she just slowly turns around, and looks at the guy, and she looks so pissed that puppet. Yeah, looks so mad. She's, she's like, "Why are you laughing for?" When the, when the female puppet goes down and it comes back up, her eyes have changed. Then yeah. she's just pointing the gun at the other puppet, and then it slowly turns, and that's when you really get to see these little bug pissed off eyes. You know? <laughs> yeah, then you see the other clown. He's, as before he even shoots her, he comes up out yep. of the, the the big clown. He comes up out of the little puppet house. Yeah, that's hilarious. Then he shoots that guy. So he. Uh, went into the, I guess, the cotton candy thing. Yeah, factory, yeah. Yeah, I, I always want to say he evaporated, but no, he actually went to the cotton yeah, candy. There's only a few, you know, a few deaths within the movie that you don't see him do the cotton candy, but... 
Yeah, that guy went to Cotton Candy for sure. Well, now they kind of start like the movie's starting to pick up now because with the clowns in the city, yeah, yeah, because now the clowns are in the city, and it's funny because it's clowns walking, and it looks like a little, uh, almost like a little pharmacy store or something, mm-hmm. you know, just a little convenience store, mom and pop shop almost, yeah. and there's a. Uh, animatronic what it what was that? a gorilla yeah gorilla. well the clown sees that two girls are coming so he just starts acting like one and he did really good it's, and he you know he don't hurt them or nothing he just shows them well then it cuts now to, uh, to uh, a pizza delivery part oh okay the, the girl in the nighty she hears the doorbell ring she opens it up and it's one of them clowns and he's got a pizza and it's yeah. really the only time you can make out anything that they say because it's that clown there and he's got that box he's like pizza yeah uh, I mean, <laughs> you can you can make out pizza from yeah. what he's saying so he he gets her, you know what you know. They're stocking up pretty much what they're doing, yeah. and then it cuts another one. The Valentine's Day was it? Was that the Valentine's Day one? Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. a heart. Yeah, yeah. A heart. The old lady, I guess, because it don't ever show who she's talking to. But she turns around, she goes, "Is this from you?" Yeah, and then it don't show what happened to her either. It just. You know, the well, clown. He, yeah, he pulls out the gun, and you can kind of just assume that she's right. cotton candy baby. So after uh, Mike and. Uh, Dave get back the tent's gone but they see the big hole that's what kills me yep. he's like it's right here he's like it's right here where this hole was and Dave still don't believe him yeah. which in all in all realistic I mean if you get there and there's a huge <clears throat> hole right there that wasn't there you, yeah. you're going kind of I'd be suspicious about something yeah. yeah and then he spins him around and handcuffs him because he thinks he's, it's just part of a joke yeah you know so he goes back to the make out part a park and uh he finally finds that his buddy uh, Bob McReed is what his name is in the movie. They find his glasses, but his whole entire car, the inside of it's filled with this cotton candy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that's blood too or what, or if it's just the cotton candy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of the same uh, color and texture and look of the, the in the cocoon when they pull the little piece of cocoon off and you see their face. Right. It's kind of that same. So I don't know if it's like the cocoon itself. Yeah. Right. Maybe like a syrup. Kind of looking thing. Well, now we get to where it's back. It's back to Mooney, and he just keeps getting phone calls after phone calls that these killer clowns are, you know, well that one just took off my wife. So I'm guessing maybe that was the Valentine's Day one. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. think about that. Well, see, it was, and this I kind of pointed it because I rewinded it a couple of times. And if you look, what I thought was kind of funny, and I've gotten to the point when I'm watching a movie that I've watched before, I try to catch movie mistakes. Right. So whenever I noticed when he was getting all these phone calls, I noticed that his shoulder kind of jotted forward like he was getting ready to answer the phone before it ever rang. Yeah. I thought it was, I was like, you just gave yourself away. And it was like maybe a split second. You know, nothing nothing crazy, but. Yes. You know, I wanna... See, I never noticed that until you pointed it out. But yeah. I mean, it is just something that little, you know. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they stuck to. The sound effect in there, you know, they were like, okay, reach for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They probably didn't. I don't know. but yeah. uh, So now Mooney's getting all the phone calls, and he thinks it's just part of a prank. And he even says something like these little pricks, you know, and he yeah. was like, I got the whole town in on it. And he's getting all upset. I just like it when he gets the phone call from the pharmacist. And then yeah. And then that clown is like, hey, uh, we got a situation. <laughs> and that clown's just bringing armfuls of stuff. And yeah, there's yeah. vitamins and all. Did you see the Bugs Bunny vitamins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little hat on and he just kind of looks at him. <laughs> the whole time, the pharmacist is just watching him like tear the store up. Yeah, you know, that's what yeah, kills him. He's trying to run and he's just sitting there watching him like, <laughs> ooh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and here comes one of my favorite scenes is the biker scene. Oh, man. We yeah. see all these bikers sitting around with their women and stuff, and all of a sudden, 
you hear the little bit short, little short uh, mm-hmm. clown coming up on his bicycle. And, of course, there's always that one guy. He looks at his girl, and he's like, watch this. And he goes over there and he goes, uh, can I ride your bike? And the clown shakes his head no, and he's like, well, can I at least, what's he say? Uh, honk your horn. Honk your horn. And honk he tells me to do that. He picks up and smashes it. Steps on the horn and honks it. But what kills me is you feel bad for the little clown. He's like, oh, yeah. I think I broke it. And the clown is like whimpering. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, dude, that sucks. And, uh, and all of a sudden he flies up in the air. And comes back down with boxing gloves. Yeah, comes back down with boxing gloves. And he's like, oh, are you going to knock my block off? Hey, Pow. He sure did. Knock him <laughs> head off. Right in the garden. Right the, yeah. It was garbage day. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know which movie come out first. But that kill scene reminded me of Jason, or Friday 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Because in that uh, in that movie, which a lot of diehard Jason fans are going to know this, there's a boxer in the movie, and he finally goes toe-to-toe with Jason on top of a building in Manhattan. And he's just, I mean, he's just punching and wearing him out. Well, he starts hitting Jason in the face, and you can see his knuckles are really getting bloody. And finally, after like, I don't know how many shots he gives Jason, Jason just finally looks at him and... The guy looks at him and goes, take your best shot. And Jason grabs him by the shirt and just gives him one shot and his head flies off. Oh, man. And that made me think of that. So I don't know which one come out with it first, but it, it was still creative, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, re- I really dug it. But that's probably one of my favorite scenes. And everybody hopped on their bikes and took off. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like, nope, screw this. So, <laughs> um, I like it how after every single time a clown kills or... Or uh, shoot somebody with a cocoon gun. They just look at the camera and they got that really creepy laugh that in their mouth right. like, really yeah. loud. Ah. <laughs> I, just, I, I love that. I'm glad to see I'm not doing the sound effects this episode. <laughs> it seems like I always do. I'm glad yeah. I'm not this time. Uh, and then I think this is the one that you really enjoyed is the shadow scene. Yes. You know, so now they're looking. The yes, now they're looking for. Uh, Dave is convinced that. Uh, there is killer clowns out there. So now Dave and, uh, what's his name? Mike. Mike are going through the streets. Well, they see a clown and he's doing all these little finger puppets for mm-hmm. yeah, these for people waiting people on a bus stop. Yeah. And he's doing what, uh, what's he got? Uh, a bunny. He does a bunny. He does like a ballerina, like a dancer. He does like a, he does the, uh, boat with the, the Patriot singer. Patriot singer the, yeah, yeah. The boat. boat. And, they're, and then he does like that big old T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just like... And he just swallows him up. And you can tell something, if you've never seen the movie before, you can tell something's going to happen because if you look at all the images before, mm-hmm. all the shadow puppets look like shadow puppets. Yeah. But then when it switches to the T-Rex, it gets straight black and the eyes start glowing red. So you know something's not... That's not a shadow puppet no more. Right. But it was it was really cool because the T-Rex opens its mouth and just goes right over the whole group of people picks them up and he like disappears into the guy's hand the, the clown's yeah. hands and he just puts them in this popcorn bag yeah and then that's coming because Mike's like holy shit you know? <laughs> but what kills me is he presses on the gas and you know Dave's like uh, Mike Mike quit stop you know and, but you know they do a cut where you can see that he's about to hit the clown yeah. but you can tell they're like barely rolling <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden it cuts to them supposed to be you know the clown jumps up in the air and he disappears and they go looks and it looks like you're just gonna barely tap the wall. Yeah, barely. But then they cut to the scene and it's like ding, and, and they're, they're all falling on the dashboard. Yeah. yeah, they're all like over. It almost looked like Jim Carrey on Ace Ventura when uh, Nature calls when he's like, uh, "What's he talking about? The road is real uh, bumpy." Yeah. and he's just throwing his head around. Yeah, uh, the guys are sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like and then doing? Mike, Captain Obvious, he goes, "He's gone." Yeah, it's like he just. 
Went straight up. It was like <laughs> after they wrecked the car, he just looks at him. He's like, Mike, what are you doing? And he's just got his wide eyes. He's like, sorry, I panicked. He's yeah. just like, what are you, why? Oh, we, you know, we forgot to even bring these two up. The, uh, the brothers, the ice cream oh, brothers. Man. You know, you find out at the beginning of them, going all the way back to the, the makeout scene. They brought two uh, plus-size women with them. <laughs> and they were claiming all they were going to do was just give them some ice cream. But, you know, yeah. you know what they were doing. They were trying to pour. Yeah. And that's the last time you see them until now. Now they see the ice cream brothers, and they're all there fighting. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think, actually, to me... I think they did. They played their roles really good. Yeah, yeah. I like the two the ice cream brothers. They're really good. they played really good off each other's, and it might help with the fact that they're actually real brothers. Right. So I mean, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, and then after you know they've decided, okay, the four of them is gonna go look for these uh, killer clowns, which the twins they don't believe them. You know, yeah. they're just like, yeah, whatever, okay. Yeah. The only reason they went with Mike is because he said that Debbie's got. Roommates with big boobs. Yeah, yeah. We, got, yeah. we forgot to mention Debbie too because Debbie. We did we mention her beginning scene like where it shows her getting in the shower. No, because uh, at that point it kind of it kind of goes back a little bit before we mentioned all this other stuff. But after that, they go back to the house. Uh, I think it was Mike drops her off. Mike and Dave, right? Yeah. And then she gets in the shower. But after she gets in the shower, you see these little popcorns that she had on her back. Uh, I guess that's where the uh, the clowns that shot it at her. Mm-hmm. They start to move around, like on the floor. Yeah. Right. So, so she'd been in the shower for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, took, yeah, I, yeah. She took a good 25, 30 minute shower. Yeah. I hate to see their water bill, you know. Yeah. But, so now they're heading there because uh, I think they're just going to pick her up, ain't they? Yeah. Yeah, he was going to check her on her. Yeah. And like you said, the brothers are like, does she have any sisters? And she's like, yeah. she's She's got two of them with big boobs. And yeah. they're like, oh, they're like ice cream, you yeah. know. They love ice cream. So they start heading to Debbie's house. Well, now it's back to Mooney. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in his chair, and he's not answering any of the phone calls, and in, in comes a clown. And I'll let you two discuss this scene. Well, it was hilarious because the clown comes in, and he's just, he's like, he's talking to him like he's a guy. He's like, you done stepped into Mooney territory now. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of he kind of motions for him to come forward and the clown leans forward, pulls out the little bouquet of flowers and Mooney's like, are those for me? And he squirts them with water. And he gets He's the, the best actor of the whole movie. Right, hilarious. Yeah. Puts them in handcuffs and the clown yeah. goes to take off and he goes to walk and his hands just fall off and the clown starts jotting down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, into the door. So they into the jail cell. Yeah, right, right into the room where the jail cells are. The two and the two college kids from the very beginning are in the cells. Right, and the clown's just in there, and he uh, Mooney's like, "Show me your hands," and he brings his hands forward, and there's no hands, and his hands pop up, and all this kind of stuff. So I thought it was funny when Mooney turned around to open the cell, the clown kind of did the whole nose, you know, yeah. thumb to nose thing, and wiggling his fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Uh, so he, you know, motions for him to go into the cell. Mooney clocks him in the back, in the back of the head with that flashlight. <laughs> that clown and that like clown it. does an exorcist and turns his head completely around. Right. And uh, freaks Mooney out. He goes to close the door. And he pulls out. I don't know what those things are called. Party. Yeah, you blow into it and it makes the noise and flies out. And yeah. Yeah, he, he, he pulls one of those out, a big one, and he flips it out. And it's a, just a hand that grabs Mooney by the neck and bops him into the, the bars. And I'll never forget, Brad goes, that's how Mooney does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's seriously how Mooney does. Well, when he pulls him, all you hear is the Undertaker's gong. Dink. Yeah. He's like, yeah. what? You know? <laughs> yeah, and it was hilarious because after that, the clown just kind of looks over to the two college kids, and one of them just looks at him for a second. He goes, 
So what are you in here for? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've come to find out that wasn't the worst kill scene, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> so we go back to Debbie's house, and she's getting attacked by all the... Uh... Oh, wait a minute. Actually, no. Uh, we're not there just yet. Uh, Dave is going back to the police station. And he comes in, and it's all tore apart. It's all messed up, and... It's got he, the little clown footprints. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, yeah, though. Too. He's following him. It goes to the jail cell, and what we can see is it looks like it's the two uh, college kids are yeah, in there. In, in, yeah. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying before. When he peels the, the cotton candy off of it, that mm-hmm. face looks to me identical as the one in the beginning. Right. Yeah. So it's like the faces are the same. Yeah. And I know y'all's going to get kick out of this, but the scene where he walks in, you know, and he and the clown just sitting there with his back to him. That's the scene that when, you know, I mean, you're the same age. So when it come out, I was only two years old, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's the scene that I would cover my eyes. Really? Because when he would spin around and then he pulled up Mooney as the puppet. Yeah. That scared me just as bad as Pet Cemetery, the original, with uh, the girl, the woman's sister that's all twisted in the oh, bed. Dude, I, I, I got to turn away from that. To this, this day. Thank you. To this day. <laughs> yeah. Especially when she's in there, she's like whining and moaning. Mm-hmm. But... That clown scene right there, when he turned around and he raised Moody, Mooney up on his knee, I would cover my eyes when I was little. Yeah, and now I'm watching, I'm like, still cool, but it's not as scary. It's not as bad, yeah. But So we get, uh, he goes in the, the uh, room, and I don't know what he's looking for, but yeah, you see the clown. He slowly spins around, and then he picks up Mooney. And now Mooney has got like blood lines. Makes he's got, a, yeah, he's got the little blush on his cheeks. Like, yeah. Like, like looking like a doll, pretty right. much. And oh. I, I think that's to me that's that's probably the scariest scene of the whole of the whole film. I would agree with that. <clears throat> you know, he talks to him. He's like, "Hey, it's okay, man. We just want to kill you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then he, he pours his hand out. Yeah, you can hear it coming out, and his hands yeah. all like bloody. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. So it was, it was, it was one of the better scenes for sure. Well, then next is the clown parade. Yep. And you really see how many clowns there is. You know, at first, you, you don't think there's about four or five, but... Uh, and there, go ahead. I said there's a ton of them. And it, it shows, like, all these uh, cotton candy bags laying around, you know, and they got, like, a big vacuum, and they're just sucking them up. Mm-hmm. But there's a dude hiding underneath the car. And I even thought this when I was younger. He waits till the big clown takes maybe two steps away from him, and then he gets up and takes off running. I'm like, dude... They didn't see you. Why'd you get out? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Anyway, it's just one of those things that I don't feel like they thought about enough during that scene, like what would be more logical. Now, if they would have like, which, which we talked about, you know. No logical. No yeah. logic in this movie. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, definitely, I think feel like he should have waited. I mean, and then maybe if they would have, you know, he, he might have stood on like a piece of glass or something. Hey, they gave it away, then they shoot him. Right. But it was kind of like, Dumb on his part because yeah. he just jumped right out. And the whole time, it's uh, Mike and the twins. They're seeing this because they were turning down that road, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, let's get to Debbie." Well, now we're back to Debbie's house, and she's all she's out of the shower. She's all dressed, mm-hmm. and the popcorns have now turned into. Whoa! They they remind me they're clown heads, but they remind me of those little plant things from Mario. The ones that come up out of the, the uh, <laughs> yeah the tubes that yeah. with the vines. See, the first thing that popped in my head was the tongues from gra- from uh, Tremors yeah. and, the, and the graboids, the snakes that come out of the mouth. That's the first yeah. thing that popped in my head. 
Yeah, but when I see them, their heads are so big, and there's that little line, it just reminds me of Mario. Yeah. Like those, uh, little shops of horror. Penis fly trap. Yeah. I guess that's what they're, you know, little shop of horror. Little you know. twoies. But, so it comes out of the, uh, uh, the uh, what is it, the clothes basket. Mm-hmm. Then she opens the mirror, and it's coming out of the mirror, and it's biting on her sweater and all that. But what kills me is that she, I don't know, I guess it's hairspray. She's spraying two of them with hairspray. Mm-hmm. She just kicks the basket over and takes a curtain, the shower curtain, and covers it up. It just covers it up and hops over it. And I'm like, I don't want to take care of that. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's going to be there when you get back. Yeah. yeah so she hops over it. And then when she opens the door, I like that too, because you finally, we find out that a clown can uh, emulate a voice. Yeah, yeah, mimic. There you go. Yeah. She opens the door. She thinks it's Mike and it's the big clown. She runs to the window. She's going to dive out the window. And I love that. They're all wearing <laughs> yeah. fireman hats and they've got the uh, trampoline at the bottom. It's hilarious. But now, of course, instead of putting her in a cocoon, they put her in a balloon. Yep. Yeah. I wonder, and I've wondered, you know, since, since I watched this movie, I just kind of wondered what were they planning on doing with her since she wasn't going to be in a cocoon. It's a good question. I mean, it's the first time that you see a difference in them cocooning somebody right and then putting somebody in a balloon so i mean to me when, when you were kind of asking what happens when they jump in a cocoon i think when when whenever they put her in that balloon it kind of says well if you get put in a cocoon you're dead if you get put in a balloon you're still alive right maybe they're gonna put a string on her and do those dum, 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 you know the <laughs> but know. now later she was gonna be like their little pet or something well yeah. later on uh and i know i'm jumping forward but later on when they find her in the cotton candy room there's more balloons behind her. Yeah. So they've, they've done there it. There's a white one and uh, yep. I think a red one. So I noticed that. <clears throat> excuse me. So they got her, and right as they're tying her in that balloon up to the uh, car, here comes the twins and Mike, and they're following them to the what was it a amusement park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they get to the amusement park. So uh, Dave's, Deb- Dave's falling behind them. No, no, Dave runs into them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Dave, because they see, the, the twins see that the cops behind them, they're like, stop! So they just stop and they yeah, rear Dave end them. them yeah. yeah. So the clowns get away and they get to this amusement park and you see that, like, where they set their tent up, it looks just like the, the park, park, no big thing. Yeah. And this is the part that you said you really enjoyed. They get out of the car and there's a security guard who looks like Mario. <laughs> and he's I'm like, Mario. yeah, Mario. and he's like, boys, he's like, uh, <laughs> Park's closed. I'm gonna need y'all to, you know, exit the park. <laughs> and I, they just keep getting out of yeah. the, you know, classic. How many car uh, yeah, clowns gonna fit in a car? Yeah. They come out. They all hold pies. And what does he say, Randy? <laughs> boys, boys, what y'all gonna do with them pies? <laughs> <laughs> and they just throw them on them. And his reaction as they're hitting, he, you know, it just it kills me. His reaction. <laughs> well, it's hilarious because they seriously they just look like pies. Yeah. And Brad was saying the whole time he was like, "That's how he does." Yeah, with pies, <laughs> and 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 I com- I completely forgot. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "What's the deal with the pies?" And then I remember that it melted the guy. Yeah, but what did, what did you say though when he said, "Really, it killed him with pies?" Yeah, you remember what you said? Diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yeah, diabetes." Yeah. Yeah. I think that was pretty much my reaction for every kill. <laughs> <laughs> really, he died by this. That's really how he dies. Yeah. Oh man! But you know what though? It's kills that you've never seen in another movie, though. You're right. But it, it kind of works out because yeah, after right. that, after they... they which I thought it was hilarious because afterwards it does look like a little pile of ice cream. Right. And that little clown comes over and puts the cherry on the top of it. Yeah, that's cool. And I thought it was cool because when they pull up in the ice cream truck, they mention that it, it looks like melted ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of goes with you know the ice cream truck, so it's kind of playing. Here's my thing with that. 
Yep. That is my error that I caught. Is the guy this ice cream or these pies melted this guy's skin off? But this one of the brothers comes up and he just puts his hand and finger in it and he's like, "Oh, what is this?" Yeah. And, and it's like, just like and nothing happens. I'm like, man, this guy's finger should be melted off. Right? <laughs> yeah, because they're like, that's not ice cream, and you see the uh, yeah. the arm sticking out, skeleton mm-hmm. arm. Yeah. Unless there was like a different part of it, you know, you could well, say was, that there was, was like maybe the whip copying, maybe was, got lucky. It was diluted at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, there was no logic to this, but it's just something I noticed. So they, so now they arrive at the. This is the pretty much the finale of it. Mike and the twins, uh, and I, Dave is Dave with them now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because he drove. They go into the tent, and still the twins are not buying any of this. You know. And they're like, all right, everybody stick together. And the twins are like, hey, we can take care of ourselves. And all of a sudden, you see them drop. Yeah. And uh, trap door. Fall yeah. The ball pit. The ball pit. And it's funny because they're fighting to get up out of the ball pit. And they look up. And there's two female clowns. And their boobs start so growing. They're and they're just like, they just look at each other like, are you the roommates? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you <Dave's> roommates? <laughs> so, but they finally get to the, uh, Dave and Mike finally get back to the cotton candy room. And they find her, and you know, they uh, shoot her out of the balloon. You know, Dave pulls his uh, gun out, bam, shoots. She falls out. She's like, I couldn't breathe. You know, yeah. I remember thinking the whole she time, was like, you Dave. couldn't breathe. You made it a long time uh, yeah. not able to breathe. Exactly. She's just holding on to Dave, and Dave's like, all over. <laughs> yeah, and Mike's like, uh, we're supposed to be together. You know? yeah. <laughs> but we finally do see what they do with the uh, cocoons, and I like that. Yeah, the big fat clown comes in. And he's got one of them little crazy straws. Yeah, and he sticks it in there, and you know, and he's drinking. Which it, it kind of goes, it kind of goes with the whole play on the cocoon because, as like getting a little scientifical here, a spider will put a put something in, co- in a cocoon and then like inject it with a venom to dissolve it in the cocoon, and then it'll literally drink from the cocoon. Right. Which it kind of plays on that whole so, thing, you know, with the drinking from a cocoon. And so they finally see that you know. The the big clown leaves, and now Mike and them they take off running. Well, now they're they're trapped, they're surrounded. So they jump down this little, what is it like a little fireman's yeah, fireman pole? pole yeah. I, and I and but they also discover too. We forgot to mention in the police station. I can't move. We forgot it. Uh, Dave shot the uh, clown's nose. The nose. Yeah, so yeah. the nose is the weakness. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so now he's shooting them in the nose, killing them. Well, they go down and they're like, hurry up! And they see it and. I'm going to let Brad explain this part. Yeah. Mike runs over to the wall. He sees a door. He's like, look, it's a door. So he opens the door. He's like, another door. <laughs> he opens the next door. Another door. Another door. And it's just like, he just, I mean, it's that dramatic. It's like, and it's, and I'm not exaggerating. Like, that's how it's, it is. It's, it's the epitome of Mike's acting through the entire yeah. movie in that one scene. Yeah. It's, it's a Willy Wonka part. Yeah, yeah pretty it, much. It, yeah, the doors just keep getting smaller and smaller where they finally go in. But, uh. I could imagine what he'd be like on Game of Thrones. Like, uh, being, hold, hold the door. door. Hold, hold the door. door. Yeah, hold the hold door. door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But they get into the main room now, and now they're surrounded by clowns. So they're like, let's climb up on this stage-looking thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're surrounded by clowns. They've all got weapons. They're, you know, <coughs> swinging at them. And all of a sudden... It remind, it, that that part reminds me of, like, Warriors. Uh, <laughs> remember, oh, yeah, with all the bats. Yeah, all the different gangs. It's yeah. like, Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you don't you don't know how they're going to escape, and all of a sudden the ice cream truck busts through the wall. Yeah. And the twins are all made out like they you, yeah, they got yeah, lipstick all over yeah. their clothes are ripped, so they've been making out with these clowns. But it's funny because they trick the clowns. They're like, "Leave them alone. We I'm are the, the great JoJo." Yeah. <laughs> and you know, see that big clown with mouth just drops like, "Oh, yeah, oh, like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They see the clown on top of their ice cream truck. Yeah. That to me that was one of the funnier stories because. That clown just dropped his mouth like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the great JoJo. <laughs> so, so Dave and Mike and Debbie get down. They get in the ice cream truck, but it won't start. Well, now all of a sudden, here comes, what would y'all call it? I don't the, know. The big bad clown. Yeah, it's like the main, it's like the head clown, and he's freaking huge. Yeah. He comes down, they all scatter, so you know this means business. Mm-hmm. But what kills me is, is Dave and Mike and Debbie, they're like, let's get out of here. And the twins, they're like, come on. They're trying to tell the twins to come on. They're like, no, man, this is a rental. We ain't, yeah, yeah, no. we, we ain't got the thing paid off. The clown goes over there. He knocks that clown head off the ice cream truck. Just this, beating it in. Yeah, beating the uh, ice cream truck in. He throws it, and you see the twins in the truck when it explodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like, well, they saved the day, but now they died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Within the same scene, you know. So now all that's left is... They can't get out, so Dave decides. He tells uh, Debbie and him to run. Yep, and he, I, you know, I'll, he's I'll take one for the team. Yeah, yeah, he's a sacrifice. I forgot how he said it too. He's like, oh, I, I said it when he, I like repeated it after he did it, but he's like, go, there's no other way, or something yeah. like that, something to that extent. So Debbie and Mike take off, and they're, you know, they're leaving Dave behind because that's what he wanted, and they get out. You see the police cars coming. You know, I don't know what the Calvary's going to do, but they're coming. And you see the spaceships fixing to take off. Yeah. So the, the big monster clown grabs Dave up <laughs> and is holding him in front of his oh face. My goodness. And this is Brad's favorite death oh, scene. Go ahead, Brad. This is the worst one. This how, is did the he one. Sa- how did he save the day? Again, you already know my comment on this one. Really? This is how he dies? <laughs> okay, well, this time the clown gets killed, the big bad clown. But, so Dave's up there. He's This clown got him in his grip, and... Dave has no gun. Only thing Dave has is his badge. So he literally takes his badge and stabs this clown in his nose with his badge. And it just blows up to smear the rings. And I'm just like, are you serious? That is the final kill scene of like, this whole movie. Is This clown gets defeated by an officer's badge. While we were watching the movie, Braggles, that is the worst kill scene I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean... They could have had anything. Like, this guy could have... I mean, Chuck Norris could have came out of nowhere and kicked him in the nose or <laughs> okay, something. But, you know, it's just something. Okay, know? but when you were little, people were scared of clowns, right? Yeah. What What else is kids scared of? When you get a balloon and you take a needle yeah, and you're you like, pop I'm, I'm going to pop it. Yeah. They go, they'll cover their ears. No. Uh-huh. Well, and it's not that even the fact that he got popped and his nose popped. But, you know, I just feel like... Maybe a knife throw, you know, uh, you know, something. <laughs> Not a badge. You know I mean? Didn't we just discuss the whole logical side I know, of this movie? I know. You know, even like if he could have like seen like some kind of chandelier or something hanging and he got it to drop down on the nose. Just something but the badge. So when he stabs when he stabs the uh, the king clown with in the nose with the badge and it blows up, the spaceship blows up as well. So Dave saved the day. Well, all of a sudden, you see the uh, the clown car fall mm-hmm. from the sky. Yeah, and you know all the the cavalry, all the police officers got their gun pointed toward this car, and when it opens up, it's Dave. Yep. And then on the other side is the twins mm-hmm. covered yeah. in ice cream, and they were hiding in the ice cream cooler. That was their reason for that the was how they survived. survived. And and I thought if they would have killed them, 
that would have been because you even said it. You said, "Well, that was unexpected." Yeah, yeah. So they should, to me, they should let that. Yeah. And now it's a happy ending. Dave and uh, the twins and everybody survives. Yeah, they're and but they look up and all of a sudden these pies hit them, <laughs> and then it, it, the music hits, and, and that's the end of it. End of the credits, you know. So, okay, so now here comes the moment of truth. We're gonna start with Randy. No, why? Why you start with me? All right, I'll, you start. I'll, I'll do it because I got some. I got some things I want to point out. Okay, at the end of each episode, we always rate the movie out of five stars. I'm gonna give this movie two point five stars. What? Okay, generous man. What? And the only reason I'm giving it two point five. Is because it's a fun movie to watch. It is fun. I enjoyed it. But the acting is terrible. And there's no backstory. I would have liked to hear the backstory on the clowns. Where they came from. What happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Agree. Like I said when we first watched this. When we first started. I said there's a reason there's not a part two. Hey, there's a prequel. Could be coming up. What's <laughs> just saying? They're a couple <laughs> decades late. But... Yeah, like I said, it's a it is it's a fun movie from my childhood, and like I said, we had fun watching it. But the acting is horrible, uh, and I wanted more of a backstory. Now, I'm giving it the two point five, like on the on positive side, because it is a fun movie. I did like a lot of the uh, kill scenes. You know what I'm saying? So it had some unique stuff. But so mine out of five stars, I give it two point five. Brad. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give mine first since Brad's okay. never seen it. I want I want I want to get rid of I want I want to get mine last. So uh, we uh, when I when me and Johnny were talking about doing this movie, I told him I'm gonna have to try really hard to nitpick this movie because when I was a kid, I absolutely loved this movie. So I told I told Johnny from the beginning. I said I'm gonna have to give it like. It's going to have to be a whole lot of nitpicking before I give it anything less than like five stars because I love this movie growing up. But watching it now and seeing it, I would like as a kid, I would still give it five stars because it was like, again, one of my favorite movies. Um, so for me now, nitpicking it, seeing Mike's horrible acting, it was just absolutely terrible. I, I would probably give it, I'm going to give it four stars. Four? I'm going to give it four stars just because of the nostalgia aspect of it. When I'm looking back and I'm thinking about this movie, I'm thinking about me watching it as a kid. So I would, you know, sit on the couch, watch this movie, covered up, you know, eating ice cream and popcorn or whatever I was eating. So when I'm, when I'm writing this movie, I'm thinking about all the times that I watched it as a kid and thinking about how awesome I thought it was back then as a kid. Right. Instead of an adult looking at the logical aspects of it. Which we kind of already established the whole, you know, logical side of it and everything. So it's not really something that that I can't really rate this movie on a logical aspect as an adult. Yeah, but four stars, dude. Come but on. Because I, I love this movie. I absolutely love Even as an adult. I, granted, as, as bad as, as the acting and stuff is now, that it's not... Yeah, I can't I can't rate it off of how I feel about it now. I can only rate it off of what I know the movie as. Because I've probably only seen it twice in my adult life. Okay. And that's probably the second time we just watched it. So I'm I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it four. Alright, Brad. You can minus that by three. <laughs> like I'll give it a two. I I I'll bite my tongue and give it a, at least a two. Just because it's not as bad as I thought it was. But it's not nearly 
a, just a great, great movie. It's one of those, like I said before, it's one of those movies that you can definitely, like you watch as a child and you appreciate it and you love it as a child. And then you kind of grow up and you watch again and you're like, really, I really love that movie as a child. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but, I mean... I mean, it wasn't as near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, there was something I was going to say, and I cannot remember what I was going to say <laughs> for anything. But uh, I guess that the thing that killed me the most was the the uh, the acting by, uh, well, I guess the guy Mike. played Mike. Yeah. So uh, that kind of killed me. That made me laugh more than anything. I guess it was just like mainly the acting that I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. again, again, thing we got to remember is this movie was made in 1988. Yeah, but see, so, you say that, and I appreciate, so and I appreciate, movies though, but there's so many better movies in 88, yeah, so there's no excuse why I couldn't. But okay. again, you but, have but to, you have hold on again, you have to have an appreciation for B-rated horror. Exactly. Movies. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So here's what I will say, and we talked about this earlier. Uh, I will say that this movie has the potential of being really good. If it was laid out right and, and done right, like if this was taken and twisted from a horror comedy into something real serious, like maybe even like we talked about Rob Zombie getting a hold of this, you know, like and really making it. He, he'd ruin it. You think he'd ruin it? I don't know if you could ruin this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's impossible. I mean, uh, but I'm just saying, I think it could be definitely a good movie if it was taken in the right direction. But I will say that, so. Well, like I said, now I did give my 2.5 because I I did enjoy it as a kid, but I didn't enjoy it as much as Randy. It was one of, you know, it was one of your childhood favorites. Yeah, yeah, it it never was a childhood favorite, but it was yeah. a movie like when when somebody mentioned it, I'm like, "Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, you know." But so okay, so we got 2.5 for me, a 4 from Randy and a 2 stars from Brad. So, which is two more than I thought he would give it. Right on. <laughs> So that is our review. That's our episode that we have been waiting to do. This is our episode of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And starting on our next episode, we're going to celebrate the holidays. Yep. We're going to celebrate the month of uh, December by doing the, what would you call it, the horror slash Christmas, Christmas movies. Christmas horror. So our next film is going to be Jack Frost. Jack Frost. So, And we got a good one for Christmas. We actually yeah. have one coming out. I don't know if it's Christmas... One Daddy. that I've never seen. And I haven't either. Yeah, so this is going to be something for us. But we're not going to ruin it or spoil it just yet. But our next uh, episode is going to be Jack Frost. Yep. So with that being said, remember to look us up on Facebook and Instagram on uh, Small Town Horror Podcast. Find us on all the podcasts that I mentioned in the uh, beginning of this episode. And subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. So with that being said, it's uh, time to sign off here. And... Hope everybody enjoyed it. Once again, Johnny Reyes, Brad Byers, Randy Howard, and we are signing off. Stay spooky.